Welcome to the Pops Culture Podcast. Oh, all right. Hello. Hello. We're here. We are. Okay, so this is um, a, a podcast. It's a new podcast. How? What a novel idea. A new podcast. It's new and improved. <laughs> Yay. Um, so this is uh, going to be a podcast. We, uh, have we decided the name for sure? I think so. Okay. I so it's, well, it's your name, so I, I, I like the way you name it, so you go ahead and announce it. Uh, it's the Pops Culture Podcast. Pops Culture, meaning we're both dads. And we lived through the 80s. <laughs> and the 90s. <laughs> and the 90s. We're just having... This is now 20 years ago. <laughs> I know, dude. We're so old. Oh, my God. 30, um, 30 years ago. So I'm Gabe. That's Eric. Say hey, hi, Eric. Eric. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, we were uh, we, we were talking about this because we, we've known each other for... Uh, Oh my God! Twenty plus years now. Long, long time. time. Long time. And uh, we've known each other when we were single, not fathers, and now we're both married. With with Eric's got three, I've got two, and uh, our lives have drastically changed. <laughs> but we do notice there are a lot of men our age and our demographic who have the same sort of uh, issues slash conversations slash funny things we get out of life. Yeah. We figured, you know, fuck it. We're both narcissists. Let's have a podcast about it. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> but no, it's funny because like you and I do have this thing where like like today I was just talking uh, at the gym where I work about music and it was amazing because I was having a conversation with a 20 some year old and they were saying how like, oh yeah, Nirvana. I was kind of <laughs> into them when I was in high school. Kurt Cobain had been long dead and this person had gone through high school. Oh man. And like when you and I were around, like pop or but p- grunge was like in its heyday. Yeah, the beginning. What do you remember the most, like as far as grunge bands? Like, did you you because I know you were into a lot of rap, but were you also into yeah. the grunge stuff too? Uh, I was a little bit. I mean, who didn't like Nirvana when it? You know, right, right. But uh, that was something. The the grunge was good. I uh, I mean, it was. It was only all the music was just so pure. Yeah, I mean it's this. I it, it kind of carries the same the same way because I was really into that the the rap scene when you I were was a Bone Thugs fan, right? Bone Thugs. I mean, I listened to everything. I was just thinking about it today. Um, like, I mean, half the the albums that the CDs I still have them. I, I mean, <laughs> half of them I couldn't even let my kids listen to or even think about like Jessica would kill me have you ever thought about the, would kill me. you ever thought about the fact that we would have to buy like now like if you go to iTunes you have to buy the non-explicit no yeah I mean when it, when I was when I was into the music like CDs when they first came out you know you'd go to Tower Records and buy a CD <laughs> you know it was a <laughs> Tower <laughs> Records antiquated <laughs> things <laughs> um but yeah, it's you'd go there and it was nothing like they you could go to Kmart or wherever else, but you you they only sold the clean version there, so you had to yeah. go to like a real record store to get the the explicit label, and uh, yeah, that was just something I had to have. You could, I didn't want the filtered version. What does know? asterisk the police mean? <laughs> Bleep the police. <laughs> I think it's funny now how artists will actually go through and record. A clean version, yeah. And like back then, it was just like, yeah, just drop my voice out when I say the f word. And I was like, dude, it's every other word. <laughs> There's no song at that point. That's why DMX, I think, was a genius. He could just just throw a park over it, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
but yeah, no, I mean, like now it's like with with the kids, like my my son, I play music for him that he's in that I used to be into just to see if he's into it. Mm-hmm. He, right now, he's way into Pop Goes the Weasel by Third Base. <laughs> Which, oh, if you've never man. heard that, which probably most people haven't, no. was like old school New York rap. It yep. was like uh, two white dudes, uh, MC Search, who er- or everyone still knows, and Pete Nice. And they basically, like, they were the first white rappers, really, I think, before House of Pain, way before Eminem. But then... They- I think the Beastie Boys might have that title. Oh, yeah, you're right. Beastie Boys. I forgot about the Beastie Boys. Um, but they... they And then... Um, they came out with that song. It was like a response to uh, what's his name, um, um, Vanilla Ice. Old school, yeah, yeah, like off beef, yeah. And, and it was like, <laughs> I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get the clean version. I was like, what? Who yeah. am I? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the, crazy. Yeah, because I was thinking like, when I was a senior in high school. Uh, it was a movie and a uh, uh, an album, like the soundtrack to Menace to Society. Oh, yeah. Like, so many good songs on that soundtrack, right? Yep. But I can't listen to any of those, you know, with my kids in the car, in anywhere. It's just bad. <laughs> New Jack City was another one. Yeah, New that Jack City. Great movie with a great soundtrack. Yeah, and then... Well, you know, we we upgraded our uh, our vehicle status after we had our third kid, and we got the uh, the minivan, the greatest minivan on the planet. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the Cadillac of minivans. <laughs> it's the family truckster. <laughs> so it's got a hard drive, and you could just rip CDs right to the hard drive. What? And then you 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 don't need the CD anymore. You just flip <sighs> through. It's all like on the hard drive. So. My wife goes, yeah. Here's here's some here's some of the CDs I want you to put on there. <laughs> One of them is Nirvana in utero, and I'm like, this is not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not family friendly. That would be the that's album a, with Rape Me on it. <laughs> exactly. I was like, that's not a that's not a mom jam in the mom van. It's not happening. So she was. Uh, How weird is it though? It's like when you listen to a like you hear like these really aggressive rap songs and women are singing along with them, but like you hear like a woman sing along with "Rape Me." You're like, yeah. you know what the hell you're talking about? That's <laughs> uh, a song. I know Kurt Cobain was a big deal and all, but maybe you should listen to what you're saying right now. Yeah. Isn't your wife though? She was way into like the the typical white girl journey and stuff like that, right? Like, yeah. so that's all good with the kids, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, the journey. <laughs> it's, I'm at Dimple, and CDs are now the uh, extinct media yeah. of the decade, and so the five dollar bin for CDs now are like, damn, why so expensive? Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything's five dollars. Went to Dimple, and I, I think I spent like three dollars, and I got Journey's <laughs> greatest hits. Hell and yeah, my kid, it's the greatest album. My kids love it. They're, my uh, my middle kid was playing uh, video games and he starts just singing uh, "Wheels in the Sky" by Journey. <laughs> and he's just, but he's changing the lyrics to whatever the going on in the video game. I oh think. right, he was an eagle. So he's eagles in the sky. And he was just letting it out. That's amazing. Yeah, that was That's uh, awesome. <laughs> So yeah, it's. Uh... You remember back in the day, Eric and I used to work at a, at the Punchline Comedy Club together. Remember back in the day when we would play Journey at the end of the show when people were coming out? It was like a guarantee, like like we could bet, like how many white girls are going to be singing along with "Don't Stop Believing." Don't stop. <laughs> it's like the white girl jam. Dude. It is. <laughs> it's also the uh, 
the finale of The Sopranos. Oh my god, I forgot about that. You remember? Oh, yeah. Don't so stop. Contra- don't stop. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> End of series. Everybody got up on their. T- Wait, my TV died. How many? Nope. How many questions are? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Guess what? We're not making it anymore. The only people went back and watched that ending. Like, okay, that guy looks like he's in the mob. Yeah. They go there. That guy looks. That guy looked at Tony sideways. It was like, and I think uh, didn't uh, didn't the showrunner come out and just say basically like it's whatever your interpretation of whatever you think it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think so. What that a was, cop out! <laughs> so Fuck, ridiculous. Man, should have gone out like uh, oh. what was that? What was that show? In the in the eighties and nineties, it was a saying elsewhere, or one of those ones where like it ends with it's like an autistic kid who's got a uh, um, a snow globe and he's like shaking it, and <laughs> and the, the show itself ends in the snowstorm, oh. and then you realize as they pull back, the entire show has happened in the brain of this autistic child, <laughs> and like and, like everybody watching it was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is horrible. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the worst cop out ever. It is. That's like uh, who shot Jr. style right there. <laughs> just a dream. Maggie right? Simpson. Just a dream. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's just a dream. Well, that's what Newhart did. That they remember the Newhart show. Oh yeah. He made fun of that by doing a thing where he woke up next to the wife from his original show. He was like, I had this I dream where yeah, I, just, yeah. I ran an inn and these three idiots are. <laughs> so classic, dude. I I was thinking this the other day. What would you say? Like back okay, so before we had kids, what was your favorite TV show of all? I mean, we'll go genre. What was your favorite like sitcom comedy show? So we're talking like before before the kids. Yeah, I'd say before the kids. I mean, like I'd say like as an era. Let's do like what would you? What was your go to? I mean, I guess you could still say your favorite now, but like you can't really whether you can watch it for the kids or not. But like sitcom comedy, what was your favorite? Sitcom comedy. I mean, uh, it's funny because when I was in college, like I barely watched TV at all. And so, like, I didn't hit Seinfeld until, like, it was almost over. Really? And I started watching it. Like, that was really probably the first show that I ever binged watch. Because I had gotten my first, uh, I got a TiVo. Boop, boop. And I bought that. Boop, boop. Yeah, yeah. I got a TiVo, and it was set for uh, WWF and Monday Night Raw and uh, Seinfeld. Dude. And it just recorded all Seinfeld. It was, like, full of Seinfeld episodes. And I would just binge watch it. And... That was like a rock solid comedy, uh, as far as shows go. I mean, speaking of which, we need to do an entire show on our WWE consumption when we were younger, <laughs> yeah. uh, or WWF. Yeah, yeah, I caught a peek at that. They had that the twenty five year anniversary of Raw was on like a week ago. We're about to get like we'll have to get like like me and you and like and we'll have to like sit down and talk about our epic burrito. <laughs> Slash <laughs> Eric riding into my house on his rollerblades. Oh man! Night <laughs> watching WWE, WWE on Monday and then Halo. Oh God! <laughs> we, Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk and Halo. Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna do all kinds one, of shows about all kinds of stuff. One Halo for oh, hours. We're falling asleep while you're playing Tony Hawk, and I wake up <laughs> at six in the morning, and you, you and our old roommates, like, no, no, we have to go this direction. <laughs> we're never gonna get. We're never gonna get all the skate. We finally got boxed to banana. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, okay, so Seinfeld. Uh, what I mean, like Seinfeld, anything else? Like what are uh, like, like top couple? You know? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, what about when you were growing kids, up? I mean, yeah. like Family Ties, or did you watch Cheers? Or uh, no, I mean, uh, Cheers was okay. My family, we we got uh, we were the TGIF family. Oh, so we God. were the Full House. We were the. Uh, 
what was the show with uh, original Bill Johnson? Yeah, Family Matters. <laughs> no one ever goes by the dad. It's always Urkel. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Because you're Reginald. a diehard fan. Yeah, yeah. Reginald Bill Johnson, the Twinkies, right? <laughs> you got to know. He knows. <laughs> Everything a grown boy needs. Yellow dye number five. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's uh, you know that was the block. We watched that. Perfect Strangers. Uh, what other '80s sitcoms were? Yeah. Was that the one with Balky? Yeah. Oh God. Well, oh, uh, the uh, the HBO show called back to that show, like the uh, Leftovers. What? Did, did you ever see? You ever no. watch Leftovers? No. It, they just finished it. It was like. Four seasons, three seasons. Okay, I had an HBO for years, and uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's name. It's escaping me. What's what's he or she been in? He was in the, the Leftovers, and he was actually in it from Perfect Strangers. Oh, okay, was he like the brother or was he bulky? He was the brother. The dude Mark with like the curly something? hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but he plays that. He plays himself as an actor and. From that show, it was very. Uh, it was like so. It was kind of like uh, the Matt LeBlanc show, where he's Matt LeBlanc from Friends, <laughs> like not being Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, being yeah, Matt no, LeBlanc. he was yeah, in yeah. that show, but he wasn't like a feature character in the last season. It was really weird. Okay. The show was really cool and well done, and they just kind of spun it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of. It reminded me of that. Uh, you remember that crazy HBO show with uh, uh, Hel- uh, Ed? That was it was like kind of like loosely religious and there was only one season and it was like oh just so John nuts. from Cincinnati yeah 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 that was a great show yeah it was really weird yeah yeah and the leftovers I felt like it almost was like a continuation but you know obviously that was a cool show but the leftovers was a very strange show like the premise of the whole thing is like on this one day like half the population just disappears like I'm we're talking babies and just people are driving and then. They're a passenger in a car, and then all of a sudden the driver's just gone. Is it like that? Uh, is it kind of like this is the end, where it's like the rapture? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of they hit on the rapture themes, and they hit on other themes in the show. And then there's like this whole cult that thinks, you know, thinks it's just the uh, something else that happens, and people are, okay. you know, so it's not a comedy. It's weird. It like dips into comedy. Like there were certain things that just make me laugh, you know, that made right. me just laugh out loud. And then there was certain things where I was like, Oh, that that's just tragic and sad. <laughs> okay. You know, but yeah, that's you know, that's the A HBO, lot of shows seem to be that the way. HBO shows do that. Like they Boardwalk uh, Empire was good at that. Yeah, yeah. And uh they just debuted a show, I think, last on Sunday, last Sunday. Uh, it was called like Here and Now or something. Okay. It was really random. We were uh, we had just put the kids to bed, and uh, I just turned on the TV, and it happened to be like right when that show started. Okay. And just because all oh, what's there, <laughs> my wife was just like, "What's this?" And I was like, uh, "I think it's a new show." And before we knew it, it was halfway over, and we're, we're like, "Oh, <laughs> set up the DVR." Really? Yeah. It's it was really it, like it it was funny. And then it was serious, and then it was, like, there was a part of it where it was, like, uh, uh, supernatural almost. Wow. Very strange, but very. it was, like, entertaining. And I was like, okay, now I want to see, uh, now I want to see where it goes. Tim Robbins is in it. He's, like, the one oh, of the main characters. Oh, okay, yeah. He, I heard him on a, a podcast uh, recently, and he was talking about his new show, that's right. That's what it was. And they I remember the one of the questions that they asked was, 
is it metaphysical or metaphorical? And he kind of laughed and he goes, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's both. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have heard of it. That's when you said the name of it or when you said about it, I was like, I kind of think that I know what that is. But yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, yeah, see, to me right now, like, uh, HBO's, you know, usually they're putting out great stuff. Westworld, to me, is probably the best TV show I've seen in a long time. Mm. And, like, that's HBO. I can't wait for the season two. Like, I like an, I was like an idiot at the, the Super Bowl watching, and then when that commercial came on, my wife's like, what are you so excited about? <laughs> I threw my hands in the air like like someone just gave me a winning lottery ticket. Yeah. I was like, Westworld season two! <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I even geeked out and went down, like, a rabbit hole of watching, like, what Easter eggs did you miss on the trailer? And, like, you know, <laughs> I was just it's such a good show. So it didn't surprise me. HBO's putting out ridiculously quality stuff for so many years yeah. dude speaking of hbo here's a show that everybody used to sleep on no one talks about this show except for me and you dream on dream on remember that show where the dude would like have fantasies in his everyday life he had the one it was like dude it was like one of hbo's first shows you and i used to talk about it when we first met years ago it was like some dude is like I forget the guy and I'm sure he's like a big actor now or like he's probably like known now and he was like a guy who was divorced with his wife it was like Californication but not nearly as serious and like drug addict-y it was like a dude who was like this like schlubby white guy he had like a best friend who was like a black dude and it was on HBO and it was like he had all these fantasies about all the women he worked with and all this different stuff and like he ended up like writing porn movies at one point <laughs> Do you remember that show? No, like it slips my mind. You and right I used now. to talk about it like every so often. It was like, it was uh, like, um, oh man, it was like one of my, my my favorite jokes from it. And it's it's uh, you know we're trying know we're trying not to curse too much, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it was like he wrote a, a a porn movie to the to based on Oedipus the book. Yeah, and <laughs> he said it was called Oedipus Rex. <laughs> And then the the guy the the guy at the uh, at the oh, studio was no, like, yeah. "Why don't we just call it motherfucker?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, that kind of gives away the ending, doesn't it?" <laughs> it was oh, such a good man. show. Yeah, it that, was around the same time like Larry Sanders like, was on. Yeah. It was yeah. like that early HBO like and then I think Oz was another one. That one came out. Oz. That yeah. was like my favorite show, dude. I don't know why I was so into that show cuz I've I've yeah, prison scares Oz. I didn't yeah, I didn't I yeah. didn't partake in the Oz. And Oz then, was scary, man. It was a scary yeah. show. The Wire was scary. Yeah, like, yeah the I love that freaky. show. Like that, that was probably one of the the top. Like that's probably top top ten all time for me. I think what that, was scary about the Wire was people would start like Google came around. People were like, "What is Baltimore like?" You're like, "Oh my god, this is a documentary. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> this is basically cameras yeah. in real life." Dude, I remember seeing an ad for Oz one time. It was one of the most effective ads I ever saw. It was a guy walking on the street, and he's walking. It's a dead street. There's, like, nobody on it. It's, like, a regular, like, like downtown area, but there's, like, no one coming. And he sees a little red hand up, like, not to walk yet, and he's, like, waiting and waiting. And he looks his left, his right. There's, like, nobody coming. He shrugs his shoulders, and he's about to take a step off. And as he's stepping off, this quick montage of Oz goes through his head. <laughs> he puts his foot back on this, on the curb and stands there and is like, like, you don't want to go inside or something like that. <laughs> it was great. Dude, that, that, show, that show scared me straight more than any yeah. ad or don't do drugs thing that I ever saw as a kid. <laughs> like, dude, I don't want a guy in a wheelchair to tell my story while I'm getting raped by Nazis. Oh. I'm not going to jail. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. <laughs> well, uh, 
HBO had a, another show about uh, jail. It was like last year. It was with the the guy who was in the Wire, Omar. I forget his name. Uh, yeah, he's in a lot name. of stuff. He's that yeah. dude's a great actor. He was, and then and, uh, he was awesome at Community. Yeah, I'm terrible at actors' names. I I'm okay. And it was a night of is what the it was a little mini series. It was like I think they did maybe six episodes. Okay, but it uh, followed this kid uh, throughout a night and. Uh, Somebody gets murdered, mm. and he goes to jail, and he, he spends. Uh, I think it's. I think he goes to Rikers Island. Okay, New and, York. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of like a. I don't. Know, it's. I don't know if it's based on a true story, but I. I feel like it was, and it was very uh, just powerful. Really, it was. It was a mini series. Like it's not going to come back, or no? Yeah, the series was over. Like it went start to finish in like six, six, six or eight episodes. Huh. The night of, and it was. Uh, it had the guy Ahmad. It was the guy that was in Rogue One. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know you're talking about. It's yeah. called The Night of. I the looked night it up of, right yeah. now. Yeah, The Night of. It's an eight part crime drama. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, me and my wife watched it. She loved it. And uh, the main uh, the main lawyer dude is also uh, somebody who's in a lot of things. <laughs> escapes me now. I think we we'll have to do a little bit of research before we. Yeah, start yeah, talking yeah. About no, them. yeah, because like you're asking me about. And, no, like, no, it's I like remember, the same thing. Like, I remember these shows that I watch. Yeah, it's crazy because like that's what I do now. I watch a lot of TV. When do you find time to do it now since there's so many things that you and I both like that we can't watch with our kids? Yeah, it's it's you know, put the kids to bed and and uh like what do you what relax. do you go to? What do you go to when the kids are in bed? Uh lately uh see then now I got cuz now I got uh two categories. Like kids are in bed and with the wife and then kids are in bed Without the wife, because she's, you know, she's sleeping because she's got to work right. super early. Just uh, FYI, John Turturro is probably the guy John you're thinking Turturro, of. Yeah. that's it, that's it. I knew it was, anyway. Um, but yeah, the well, the go-to I just got done with was uh, Fear the Walking Dead, which right now is uh, piquing my interest more than The Walking Dead. Has it? Because I've never watched either one, but I remember hearing that the first season of Fear the Walking Dead, people were saying, this show's probably not going to last because it kind of sucks. Has it gotten better? Yeah, it's okay. definitely gotten better. And, okay. you know, I don't, I don't know if it's for the good, but they announced that the shows are going to actually cross over with characters. It's going to have to at some point, right? Well, they weren't planning on it in the beginning, and now, like, they announced it last year at Comic-Con, I think. Is it, and, does Fear uh, of the Walking Dead take place in Atlanta as well? No, it's in it's a West Coast. Mexico right now. Okay. They just got done in, like, the border, right on the Mexicali border. And, uh, yeah, that show was... Uh, a lot of Deadwood alum in that show. Oh, really? Uh, Kim Kim Cattrall is the is the main chick. The one from Sex and the City? No, no, Kim Dick Dickens. Uh, like I said, I'm terrible with names. Whatever. Uh, she's in it. And you got three then... kids, man. It's okay. <laughs> I know <laughs> brain turns to mush. <laughs> I can name every goddamn Paw Patrol dog. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Ask me about, uh, you know, Mickey and the Roaster Racers. And yeah. I'll tell you all the names. Um, but, yeah, so that show, because just <laughs> she watches The Walking Dead with me. Okay. Um, Are you guys caught up on that? Yeah, we're okay. caught up. That new season starts up soon, and I'm just kind of like, 
I don't know. I'm in La La Land there. I'm just like, uh, I'll watch it, but I'm not really like, oh, I need to watch it right now. They lost a lot of people when they brought in Negan, I heard. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because that show, I'm, I'm waiting for something. I love that Negan character. I mean, I'll be the first one to to say it. He's a great character, and he's he's right. He's the most enjoyable part of the show, which is difficult because you got all these characters right through six six and a half seven seasons, and he's just I, wiping them out now. Yeah, no, I mean he's not even you know he he killed a couple of people, but. Like, I care more about him. Like, I like him as a character more than I, I really like, you know, Rick and the rest of the gang. It's it's tough. Now, I never read the comics either, and I've never seen the show. I mean, I, I've followed some of the show because it's hard to avoid it, being on social media, being yeah. on whatever. Everyone talks about it. Everyone oh, yeah. at the gym, other than Jeremy, watches it. So, I mean, everyone's into it. I've, you know, checked it out. And I've what I've seen, I like the Negan character, too, because I like those kind of characters that completely commit to the idea that they're just the bad guy but yeah. they're almost so committed that you're like you're kind of a good guy yeah. like you're you're a dick but you're you're okay um yeah, I, I, Jeffrey I, Dean Morgan yeah, he's, he's an awesome. amazing actor he's, yeah, he's amazing awesome. at Watchmen um so I wonder like if if they're gonna follow because I, I looked at the arc of his character and the arc of what's going on right now with yeah. the the dude with the dreads and the tiger and what happens to Ezekiel, him. Ezekiel, yeah. Ezekiel, what happens to him? What happens to his tiger? What happens to everybody? Yeah. And it's like, I think they're kind of diverging from it now because didn't they just, I mean, spoiler, you've seen everything, right? Yeah, I'm okay. up to date. So didn't they just kill Rick's kid? Your Rick's kid, yeah. Yeah. Well, he lives like him. in the comics, so he's like yeah. alive. Yeah, he's totally alive in the comics. I mean, and I, it's a big diversion from the comics and everybody's yeah. talking about it. Because I thought that they said that they, they, everyone expected Rick to get killed yeah, and then the kid to kind of start taking over. Yeah. And Negan in the comics isn't dead, right? He's still alive. Yeah, that's... He... I think he, he came in on issue 100 in the comics yeah. and he's gone... He's been a character, I, I believe, in over 100 issues of the comics. I think if I read the comics correctly, he... Like... I mean, okay, so we're not spoiling anything because it doesn't happen, so we don't know what they're going to diverge yeah, from. But it's, Ezekiel yeah, it's, gets killed. His tiger gets killed. Yeah, his tiger's already died in the show. Oh, did he, did he get killed the way it did in the comics where it gets eaten by, yeah, by walkers? Yeah, by walkers. Okay. They do what they did to the horse in the first episode? Just rip into pieces? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, like, the first season of that show is only, like, six episodes? Or? Yeah. I tried watching it. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's the first couple episodes are a little slow, but the second season really picks up. And that's kind of what I want them to get back to, you know, that the zombies and that whole... Yeah, I've heard it's of, really, like, it's really di diverting from what it normally is. I heard a big critique of it was that the zombies are almost like, like, they were like these giant, like, badass things that they had to fight, and they had to, you know, this, this, outsmart, and this and that, and now it's kind of like, we're going to go fight Negan, and oh, no, shut up, zombie, get out of the way. Yeah. Like, you know, like, they're like, they're sort of like background noise now. Yeah, they use them like a, almost like a tool. Yeah. You know, they hurt them, and they... By the way, how many direction. zombies can there be? Like, eventually they're going to run out of zombies, right? Uh, yeah, at some point. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, anyway, so you watch that. You watch that Walking and, Dead. Yeah, that's... So, The Walking Dead with the wife. Fear the Walking Dead without. I just finished Fear. Uh, we go to... We just started this new show on Netflix called Altered Carbon. It's like this crazy sci-fi, Blade Runner-esque kind of show. Ooh. It's very... Very cool. Is it British? 
Uh, no. Oh, they have cool sci-fi shows in Britain, I guess. Yeah, no, this show is like, it's like really big budget. Really? Yeah, it's probably one of their, I think I, I read somewhere that it's like their highest budget show so Is it far. a Netflix original? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, really, like, I don't, it's crazy the way they set up the show, and I'm only two episodes in, but I'm super hooked. Okay. Um, How many seasons are there they have? Is it just, just one? Just one so far. Okay, I'll check it out. And it's crazy, like, the premise of the show is, is uh, people, um, bodies are, you're no longer uh, tied to your physical form. Mm. You're able to transcend and uh, insert your... Uh, conscious into another body and they call body sleeves and so like um, you can die if your your DNA it's like a stack is what they call it but it's like a little disc and they put it in you can surgi- they surgically insert it into the back of their necks okay and uh, you know so it's pretty twist and turn and so it's crazy because like I thought about it um, from like a just the show itself like if it's popular with Netflix like literally could go on forever right and they don't need the same actors right they're just different sleeves yeah they could just you know change actors in a season but it could be the same character you know and it's I mean I'm sure some executive has thought of that yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, okay we're just gonna continue the show but it's completely different actors but it's the same characters yeah you I mean you could get like this actor to play this personality type because literally what they're doing is they're just having actors play personality types because they're basically just playing the personality, correct? Yeah. yeah. So you can, it, it's almost like an acting school mm-hmm. thing. Like this guy's history is this, 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 and this. Let's see how you do it for a four for a four show arc. Yeah. And let you know, let yeah. somebody go do it, and then have them die off, and then they come back as you know a, a woman or whatever. And you yeah. could have literally like everyone from Morgan Freeman to Tom Hardy to. You know, some child actor play the person as long as they keep the essence of the character. Yeah, that's it, pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty out there. Uh, I'm totally into it. It's uh, not even that out there of a thought nowadays, though. Either that's like no, the, yeah, and that's, that's kind like, of the thing. It's yeah. it's connected in reality to to some extent. Well, like Black which, Mirror is like that. Like Black Mirror is only supposed to be within a ten year span of where you watch it. Yeah. So it's like everything, all the stuff in there is like somewhat. Like believable, hmm. it's not like all of a sudden people are stepping out of these like skin suits and they're yeah. like, you know, it's like there's like, oh shit, okay, this could happen. Do you watch Black Mirror? No, I haven't oh my god, Eric. I haven't started that one yet. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you have to watch Black Mirror. Okay, okay, <laughs> I'll have to. I'll probably have to watch that one without oh, without dude. the wife. Yeah, that one's dude. It's scary. Yeah, because I'm a big freaker out of AI, so like I watch it and I'm like, oh, we're so screwed. Like that video I sent you. With yeah, that. dude. <laughs> Send me a video of like a, a four-legged monster dog, it's a dog with a robotic arm. It's, a, it's just a it's just a robot, and it had a, the arm on it, and it was it's able to open doors, and, and it got well, out. Well, the first one couldn't open the door, right? The second so one I did. waited for the one with the arm, and they both got out, and it was super like. Ah! My favorite thing was I was reading the comments underneath it. And one guy, one guy was like, "Oh, it's so stupid. It took two of them to open it. What are you worried about?" The guy goes, oh, "Plus side takes two of them to open it. Downside, they're both in your house eventually." <laughs> <laughs> like, how are you gonna stop them? Uh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> have you seen the one with like Tom the, Selleck? What's the Tom old Tom Selleck movie with Blade? Run, oh, Runaways? Um, Runaways. Runaways. Yes. That, <laughs> oh my god. With Rucker, was it Rucker? No, he was in a. Who was in Runaways? Oh. The bad guy, and it was somebody. Yeah, it was. It was Tom Selleck. It was like basically a really cheap Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh! I forget who was in that. That was a that was a terrible yet great movie. Yeah, and that's it's funny because you go back and watch these movies we loved as kids, and you're like, oh, why is this? We got to do so another bad? show on that terrible great movies <laughs> terrible, from our childhood. Great oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> I can name like ten right off the bat. <laughs> so can I. <laughs> and then Gremlins. Gremlins too. <laughs> That's just the terrible, worst. terrible. Yeah, it is, that is terrible, terrible. It's like Jaws 3D. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Gremlins was terrible. Crawl was terrible. Crawl. Crawl. Remember that one? Yeah. The dude had like a boomerang thing. Yeah. It was so bad that remember on Family Guy? Movie. On Family Guy, there's the character that uh, the guy who plays Archer plays like the guy who was at the convenience store. Yeah. And like he's obsessed with movies and he asks Chris once, he goes, you ever seen Crawl? He's like, no. Nah. Yeah, you don't have to see Crawl. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, Beastmaster. Beastmaster. This guy rules the world with two ferrets and some oh, biceps. I love that movie. Movie's great. It is. You uh, Clash of the Titans. Oh. <laughs> oh yes, Clash of the Titans. Oh man, with this horrible animatronic owl. owl. The owl, dude. When I was a kid, that was the best part of the movie. That's <laughs> why owl. I watched that movie. The robot owl, dude. You think know. about the future. There's gonna be robot owls. <laughs> this know? is gonna be amazing. Do you know they were like, hey, uh, can we work an R two D two type character into this movie? <laughs> you know, I got a, I got an idea for a robot owl. We can see if we can work that in. There. You know, they have robots in ancient yeah. Greece, right? <laughs> this is a mythology. Sure, let's go with it. Sure, let's go. <laughs> Zeus is constantly changing forms, having sex with people on Earth. We well, can make robot owls, robot owls. snake-headed women. It's cool. It's Let's fine. It. <laughs> Everyone's so high right now. It's, it's the '80s. It's gonna be great. That's one of those movies that we got. Okay, that's another thing we have to do on the show. See, we're getting ideas just by talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we got to do movies that were obviously made on cocaine. <laughs> That's got to be one of them. Yeah. Some executive tapping his hands on his desk. What if the owl's a robot? Genius! Do it! Green light this now. We'll get the trainer from Rocky in the movie. Everyone will love it. Oh, man. <laughs> and Harry Hamlin. Who the... <laughs> Who wants to see Harry Hamlin with his shirt off for 80 minutes? Oh. I don't. Somebody did. Somebody certainly did. Uh... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I, we're gonna, I'm sure we're diverting, but uh, have you heard the theory, because you're talking about Walking Dead, I wanted to see if you've heard this theory, that Walking Dead and Breaking Bad take place in the same universe? Uh, no. Okay. I haven't heard that. The reason that this theory exists is, apparently during one of the scenes of The Walking Dead, they meet up, I think it's the uh, the guy who's in um, Boondock Saints with the uh, crossbow. Yeah. Okay. Daryl. Daryl. Uh, is he dead yet? No, no. Okay, I don't know. And he, yeah, he's he's not even in the comic book. So that that, <laughs> that dude can live forever. Nobody knows. <laughs> the whole time he's like, I've been a walker this whole time. Oh, I see dead people. <laughs> um. So, D- Daryl, um, his his character, I guess, was like a meth head or like new meth heads. Mm-hmm. At one point, they find like a like a bunch of drugs in the bag is blue meth. It, hmm. Like Heisenberg's meth. Okay. You okay. saw Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, and then, yeah, that's like my favorite <laughs> drama of all time. Yeah. Um, and then at another point, they say, yeah, his drug dealer was this skinny white kid who used to like to call people bitch. 
<laughs> and they're like, obviously, it's Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. And then there's a thing where at the end, spoiler, everybody, and if you haven't seen the end of Breaking Bad, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> um, when Gus gets, yeah, when Gus gets blown up um, by uh, Salamanca, he, uh, his face, they said, like, the, the makeup, everything, he looks like one of the walkers. He does, yeah. So they're saying that, I like, see that. yeah, so people are saying that, like, Heisenberg's meth is probably somehow in the compound is what brought out the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and that Heisenberg is actually responsible for it and that Gus and was like the one of the first walkers and I'm wondering now if they're going to have like a crossover with the two worlds if it is on the west coast then that means that it, you know coming from out of Albuquerque it could have affected the whole country that if somehow it's like it's all tied together I wonder if they're actually going to do that That'd be crazy. It would be crazy. But the only thing that throws a wrench in that is the Better Call Saul because that takes place now. Yeah. And, like, he works at the Cinnabon now. Have you seen that show? No. <gasps> Dude. That was something Such a we good were show. talking earlier about shows that I had on my DVR that I just had to be like, I'm going to have such to a good show. watch it later. Dude, it's such a good show. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's so good because it's just like... I don't know. It's like it's like the Titanic. Like you know how it's going to end, right. but it's still really entertaining. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it, w- I see. For me, like, I, like comedy wise, dude, like I Seinfeld for sure. But I, I like I don't know if I can count this or not. But like, um, I, fa- I guess Family Guy is more like a, a a cartoon than I guess yeah. But I'd say Seinfeld for sure. And then uh, I love Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock was great. And so the office. The office was great. Uh, Parks and Parks Rec. Parks and Rec. Is one of my top ten. Yeah, comedy. for sure. Um, I mean, can't really. I, my son likes Seinfeld, and he likes um, the Office. I can't really watch Thirty Rock in front of him. Can you watch? You watch Seinfeld in front of him? Seinfeld. He loves Seinfeld. He thinks Kramer is hilarious. He's four. True. When True. the episode, he always wants to watch the episode where Kramer throws all the cans. Out of Newman's news van or uh, uh, mail van, yeah. When when Jerry's <laughs> car got stolen by Brad, Brad, uh, Brad, what's his name? Bradley or Brad, the guy, the brother from Raymond. He was his. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He was he was his mechanic. Yeah, yeah. And he stole his things, and that was the one where Elaine had Kennedy's um, golf bag in the back. Oh. So she made Kramer follow him in the mail in the mail truck, and he threw out all the cans. <laughs> My son thinks that is the funniest scene of all time. Oh man. Um. But yeah, so he likes. But I can watch Seinfeld with him and The Office because he thinks Michael Scott's hilarious. He runs around the house yelling Michael Scott, and my daughter, <laughs> who's two years old now, learned how to say Michael Scott as well. Wow. Yeah, that's alright. As long as they don't say Nard Dog, I'm good with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the tail end of The Office. You didn't like The Office at the end, did you? I really like The Office. Uh, you hated, Pam and Jim. The, huh? you hated Pam and Jim. I didn't Jim. mind Pam and Jim. Like, I, I got what it was. But the thing about The Office for me was the Michael Scott character. Like, it, he... Uh, no one's really that buffoonery? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was over the top to the point where it was super unbelievable. See, and the more I watch it, I was the same way, but the more I watch it, the more you realize that they were so far removed from New York and their office... That like Michael like was lucky, so like everything he did it was okay. This is so weird. It's so fanboy of me, but I think that's the point of our show. <laughs> yeah, is the fanboy sure. on stuff. Yeah. So the thing with Michael Scott was, he was a complete idiot and was starting to get things audited, but he always got out of it by 
he was a really good salesman. So like his numbers were always good. Yeah. Which is why Dwight always had a job because his numbers were good. Right. He started dating his boss when she was vulnerable, like early on. So he got a pass from her. Yeah. And then they couldn't fire him because he was dating her and then withdrew himself from getting hired on. They're like, look, your numbers are great. We'll just keep you, whatever. We don't care. Yeah. And then his HR guy, Toby, was such a pussy that it was like (laughs) they got away with murder. So he got away with everything. So all New York ever saw were his numbers were really good. And they and like he was super loyal, so it was like they kept going through all these economic up and downs that like they were gonna close branches, yep. they weren't. Yep. Remember they were gonna fire Michael, but then that dude uh, uh, Josh leveraged it against the job with Staples, so they had to keep Michael. That's right. And so it was like he, he constantly was gonna get fired, but like things came up. So like yeah, it is kind of over the top how lame and, and weird he was, but yeah. like. It was. They made it somewhat believable. Like at least they didn't try to be like, nah, everything's fine with it. He's just that goofy guy. It's like, nah, he'd be fired. Yeah. But like he sure. always sort of got out of it by either Toby being totally ineffective at his job, him starting to date the other HR person, so yeah. she's not gonna fire him. Yeah. Him dating his boss. <laughs> you know, that. like and then and then uh, him catching Ryan with all the stuff, and then Ryan basically helping him out. And yeah. it's like it's just he sort of always fell backwards into these like good situations. Right. Right. So yeah, it annoyed me the way that he that the character was, but I I I, I kind of was like, okay, I, I I can accept that part of it. Yeah. That well, since you put it like that, I mean, it, the way you broke it down makes perfect sense. But <laughs> like that show style, I loved it, and then I think they really perfected it on Parks and Rec. Yeah, for the sure. The way you know it was like that documentary interview style. And they never mentioned that they were doing a documentary on Parks never, and Rec. Never, never, they did It was almost like a breaking of the fourth wall on yeah, purpose. Yeah, they, they took the idea that you were used to this and just exploited it. And exploited it. Yeah. And, and the main character, uh, Leslie Nope on Parks and Rec, to me, was she was over the top like Michael Scott. Right. But she wasn't the buffoon. Right, she was believable. Like, she worked, like, you understood that she was working hard and she was that woman who overworked, you know, and... Everything was done the way she wanted it done. Yeah, and then it it just worked. That I I don't know. That whole cast just seemed to work. Yeah, with, you know, for me, and uh, and they even went through a major cast change, and it say the show was fine. Still. Yeah, yeah. It was like and they the brought Adam second Scott. season. Yeah, yeah, they brought uh, Rob Lowe and Adam Scott on. And, and usually, when you bring in a big star, of, I forget oh, what the guy's. He's name a great was. actor too. I can think of his name. Yeah, he he was gone after the first. Well, he I think he made it in like one episode of the second season. I think they did like a continuation from the first to the second, and that's how it worked. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, when you usually bring in a big star like that with with Rob Lowe into a second to third season of a show, that's typically the death rattle. It's like, oh, they're trying to throw a hail mary here, yeah. but dude, it worked. Oh man, he killed it, and it launched. I mean, it launched one of the biggest movie careers right now. I mean, uh, with uh, what's it with um um Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt? Yeah, I mean, Chris Pratt is one of the biggest movie stars it's, in the world. It's so insane to see his. The change he goes through because you know you could just Andy. Binge, yeah you just binge binge watch it on on uh, Netflix and the episode where they address it yeah I just stopped drinking beer <laughs> yeah there was one and they did it in London because they were filming they, they were filming Avengers yeah 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 so good yeah that show's so good how much weight did you lose I don't know <laughs> I don't know I just stopped drinking beer that's it that's yeah it. that was it. <laughs> So great. Yeah, that was such a good show because he was so stupid. Yeah, he was the 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 over the top buffoon. Yeah, and Rachel was so mean. And then Ron Swanson is one of the greatest characters of all time. Oh man. He's one of one of if not the 
the greatest character. Yeah, he's like he's like a modern day Archie Bunker. He's yeah. not racist and mean. He's just a dick, but he has morals. <laughs> yeah. And he likes everybody, he just doesn't want to talk to anybody. I'll have the number eight. <laughs> that is a party platter. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> Dude, so I when he's at Lowe's. So Can I help you? I know I more know. than you. <laughs> All right. Yes. Dude, There's so many quotable things. Oh my god, head. dude! And you know what's funny? In the first season, he was a total bureaucratic pussy. Yeah, like he he kind of like he was almost like, I think they were gonna make his character be like the like as ineffectual as he was and standoffish as he was, mm-hmm. but more because he was afraid to get fired, like yeah. the bureaucrat who doesn't yeah. want to get. But then it became more. It was better because Leslie was the one who knew how to work the system, so they needed someone who didn't like the system yeah. in there. And it, what a perfect spot for someone to be in charge and not like the government. There's <laughs> a perfect sort of uh, a comment on how inef- like inefficient the government yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean there was some really silly stuff in that, like with the uh, the other town that they took over, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Eagleton, Eagleton, yeah, <laughs> and how they were like the all, rivalry was great, yeah, and how but how they were like all like trust fund kids and mm-hmm. you know and it was yeah. just I, I think I was I mean it was a little bit silly but it was good I liked it a lot I, yeah. that was like, I mean, such it, a good show was, yeah such a great comedy and, and then, then like I it'll be on oh yeah and uh, my oldest will watch it he's ten and he's he loves that. Really? He's like, why, why? And I always, I, like, I'll be into it, and then it'll be all of a sudden, uh, Leslie's teaching old people how to put condoms on bananas, and I'm like, oh, my ten year old, sweet, yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's that, it's like, oh, I, it's so funny. I'm just laughing, but then my, I, I look back, and my kids just standing there watching. And I'm like, okay, time to turn it off. Yeah, you gotta I, watch I, this. I gotta watch something else. I look at my being four. He'll just see the bananas. <laughs> It was a banana show. Yeah, bananas. Well, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. See, I've I found myself like I I, like when he goes to bed, I'll watch Family Guy. Yeah. And yeah. Like he'll he'll you know like every kid will have some like some BS like I need more water. Like he'll walk out like no you don't <laughs> yeah, go to bed yep. and he'll do the thing where like literally like he looks like a kid going through puberty who sees his first girl in a bikini he's like walking but staring yep. backwards the whole time oh, and I'm man. like what are you doing I'm going to bed are you yeah I'm just looking back at... it's like because he sees it's a cartoon yeah. I have it on pause I'm right. like dude you can't no, no. Like, like, I'm not going to unpause this <laughs> I didn't realize though becoming a dad how much stuff I watch that I just really can't watch in front of kids completely inappropriate yeah it's ridiculous like I mean, I get it. South Park and Family Guy. I like those Family shows. Family Guy, Walking Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah Walking Dead. It, uh, yeah, like I thought, okay, yeah, Parks and Rec's funny. And then you, you, you just, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, that's not, not, not appropriate. Yeah. I mean, like, again, I'm lucky because I, my son, that they watched the episode of Seinfeld with, with the, the, uh, the Today Sponges. He doesn't know what that is. <laughs> right. He doesn't right. know what Today Sponges. <laughs> I don't think most anybody in this nowadays knows what today's sponges, yeah, but still, a... yeah. I mean, so like, I can, you can watch that, but like, you know, uh, it, it's it's funny though because like, I will find some stuff that I think, okay, this is super safe. He can watch this. I was watching a nature show yesterday. We were watching a nature show. It was great. I was, he's like, oh, it was like this dude from National Geographic who was shooting uh, pictures of endangered animals around America and in, like in different parts like Madagascar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. Check out this rabbit. And, you know, because they're endangered, so they're not stuff they usually see. Yeah. Like my daughter right now is obsessed with the desert jerboa, which is like a little, it's like if you made a rat and kangaroo together. 
with these big back legs, so tiny random. little T-Rex arms, and look like a little rat. This is a real animal. It's a real, it's called a desert jabot. There's like five <laughs> different species of them. Some of them have big ass ears. They usually, obviously live in the desert. Um, Australia, different places like that. So like, they like like animals they don't normally see. Like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Like, you know, I've seen a tiger, but what's that, you know? Right. And we're watching this stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool. And he goes, my next place I'm going to go is to a crocodile farm. And cut to feeding bloody possums <laughs> to cats. I'm like, ah. Oh. He's like, what are they feeding him? I'm like, crocodile food. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to like lie to him and be like, crocodiles are vegetarians. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, he thinks possums are cute. So I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. But like, I, he, like it went off quickly. And then, then I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to watch some more. And then we watched the crocodiles get their pictures taken and, and you know, all the different ones, the, can, the canids or canids or whatever. Yeah. And then, then I'm like, all right, cool. It's, it's back to okay. And then he's like, yeah, there's these deer that live in this one area of Florida and they're always... You know, around people because it's their their area has been like overtaken. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. Whatever, it's cool pictures. And he goes, oh, look, there's a dead one. Let's get a picture of it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> now we're gonna turn it because I don't want to have this discussion. I'm gonna yeah. wait for my dog to die to have yeah. the discussion. So it's like that that part of it is like stuff I never expected that I don't want them to see. And it's not like I'm trying to shield them from death, but it's like time and place and watching a cool nature show. I don't want to be yeah. like, yeah, buddy, everything dies. <laughs> Right. Screw that! I'm not yeah. doing that right now. He's four. Yeah, you know I'm I'm not doing that to him. So it's like okay. And then the other one is like I like watching like the History Channel, and I'm like cool History Channel. He can learn stuff. He loves to learn stuff. He's a smart boy. I'm yep. like yay. So I watch Hunting Hitler because it's about World War II, and that's nothing. It's it's a lot of artifacts type stuff. Mm-hmm. You know they they'll find Nazi stuff at the bottom Historic of a river. Stuff, yeah. yeah. But then every once in a while, it's like you know smash cut to bulldozer pushing dead Jews into a trench. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on, Tim Kennedy, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, so it's like I gotta like I like okay, I probably shouldn't watch that around him either. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's like there's it's weird. You have to like pick and choose, and I don't yeah. want him to be like watching cartoons all the time. You know, I'm like I want him to learn stuff. Right. So it's like it's that weird thing of like I don't know. It's like I feel like a lot of times like you got to watch the kid version of those shows, like Jack Hanna's. <laughs> You know, nature shows because he's, yeah. he's going to have cute monkeys on. Right. And you're going to like them, and they're going to feed him bananas and not talk about how they're a warring tribe of of animals that'll kill each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's like it's it's hard to pick and choose that stuff. So I feel like Seinfeld's pretty much down the line because Jerry himself doesn't curse, so his show's pretty you know. Yeah. Pretty pretty PG. Pretty kid friendly. Yeah. So I, you know, it's it's hard though. Walking Dead for sure. There's <laughs> no way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> That'll give a kid nightmares real quick. Yeah, the nightmares. That's bad. We uh, we just uh, Troll Hunters is a show on Netflix, and uh, it's a cartoon. Okay. And it's uh, created by Del Toro, the guy he just won a Oscar, Golden Globe. The guy know. who did uh, Shape of Water and yeah, yeah, yeah. Labyrinth yeah, and all that. It's his yeah, mind. Yeah. He created the show. So you should, that should be a red flag right there, man. No, but it's like we watched the first season. Great. Awesome. Good show. Both the my 10-year-old and my 4-year-old loved it. Okay. And then uh, it was just like two nights ago. We, we turned it on and just uh, they created this uh, like almost like a creature, but it's a villain and it was very disturbing because it was like uh it was like a goo monster Ooh. okay but it's fine cuz it's animated right. and uh whatever uh but it 
it uh, it was goo, and it, it reminded me kind of like uh, an animated version of the uh, Terminator Two. Okay, uh, Dan, uh, Patrick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he shapeshifts, whatever. Right, right. Uh, but he chose the form of a human, and then he he's like, oh, I need to disguise myself, and he grabbed like a top hat and a trench coat, and he never he didn't talk, and every time, like they cut to him, he didn't have a face, like. So it was that weird. Uh, it's sounds it, like he looks like uh, Rorschach. Yeah, from from uh, from. Well, Watchmen. no, but there was no like. But no, like without the without the, without that, yeah. Yeah, it's just faceless. And there's something that it's it's called where, um, the, it's the same thing like the the Slenderman. It's that human figure, yeah, yeah. but it shows no emotion. Yeah, yeah. And it freaked my boys out. Really, my oldest was like this is scary he just saying it out loud and even Jessica was like uh, oh it's just a show it's just a cartoon and then I look over and my four year old's got his head like in the couch he like he doesn't want to watch wow. it at that point and I'm like oh gosh oh alright and <laughs> but that's no, crazy and see that's the thing it's like they think it's scary and that's something that I had to deal with as a kid too like something scary but you just have to get through it so you can have closure with it, right? So you right. want to show them, hey, look, uh, the hero prevailed here. Right. And it's not scary. They beat it. It's just a cartoon. And so we had to, like, you know, putting him to bed because that was uh, my boys, they get a show before bed. And that was, you know. Right. So we watched that show, and I had no idea that that was coming. Yeah. And it was something that we used to do, me and my wife. We used to watch animated shows before and and then screen them right right yeah it you makes know? sense and we stopped doing that and then last night we, you know it bit us in the ass it, <laughs> it was tough and we had to you know we had to sit there and calm down we had to, the 10 year old was fine he you know he dealt with it and uh, he was good but the 4 year old he had a little he was struggling with it I wonder if it has something to do with the idea that like a lot of what we had the same thing when we were kids I mean all of our cartoons were brought to you by Mattel yeah. so it's like I wonder if they're the idea of like you know, it, if if something has a cartoon, it has a toy. If it has a toy, I can I can anthropomorphize it later. Yeah. Therefore, it doesn't ever die. It doesn't ever go away. So this thing is alive no matter what you tell me. Right. So I wonder if there's a little bit of that into it. And, For sure. Which is, I wonder, you know, not to go tra- crazy off topic, but I wonder about with the Avengers movie, if they're going to kill Iron Man in that movie, which everyone sort of thinks they might, like that's going to be hard for some kids yeah because some kids really idolize Iron Man yeah and so it's like they if they're gonna kill any of the Avengers they're gonna have to really do it in a way that like I don't know man it's it's, it's really gonna like it's really gonna make people wonder like is this a movie for kids or is this a movie for adults now yeah that's all those Marvel movies like I we let do I let my boys yeah we could watch easily. Marvel uh, you know I I'm a diehard the you know I've been around they, ten years now. That's crazy. They just released. Did you see that picture yeah, online? Ten years. That ten year anniversary photo. Yeah. So crazy. Ten years. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's there's nothing like it. Nothing's no, ever happened like it. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, and I've, it's like, and everything. Ha- you know, the the finale starts in in May. The the Infinity War is going to be, pretty huge. Yeah, dude. For I, that it's crazy. That whole thing. Black Panther's coming out this week. Yeah, that's going to be a big one too. Yeah. I feel like if it's getting, I've heard good things about it, but yeah. I don't. 
it's weird. Like, I don't hear bad things about a lot of the Marvel movies. Like, I, unless, I feel well, like... Unless Sony puts it out. Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of, that Venom trailer, that was... Uh, <laughs> that scares me. That really scares me because, like... I mean, it's getting shredded because they didn't show Venom. Yeah, but at the which same I time, get, why would you? Right, because that's the payday. That's the payoff. Right. And the, you know what's funny is the shitty thing about that is DC gets screwed... By, over by everybody saying like why did you reveal that Superman's coming back in the trailer why did you show this in the trailer why did you show this in the trailer yeah. everyone was like you're gonna leave some mystery okay now they're leaving mystery with Venom and, and it was like why did you show Venom apart. yeah yeah it's like I, they're, they're, there's a movie there's something that I think save it for the movie you, yeah and that's, you I and I to... have to have to have to even though we're part of this pantheon have to realize that no one's ever gonna make nerds happy <laughs> it's never gonna happen <laughs> the internet is a yeah exactly mistress <laughs> But that's yeah, it's it's tough because you have to balance it, and I find myself not not wanting to watch these trailers because of that. Like uh, prime example is the Civil War, uh, Marvel the Civil War they had. Was it last year? Two years ago? Two years ago? Two years ago now. Civil War came out, and then yeah, and the in the first trailer uh, was good. I watched that, and then I watched the second trailer, and that's when they uh, well, they Spidey. brought out Spider Man. And everybody knew that it was going to happen, but I really didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see it until I was at the movie because that was something huge. And, and I, you know, I've, I've kind of right. avoided trailers. Like, I'll watch the first trailer, like the Infinity War. I watched that first trailer. And now I'm probably going to try and stay away from the new ones as it gets closer to May because I feel like it's going to get a lot more spoilery. Yeah. I What I hate about trailers is for me is like, just because I've watched so many movies over my life and I, you know, just done so much in fanboy about movies. Yeah. That, like, I can tell you a lot of times, like, oh, this is the last scene in the movie they just put right there. Yeah. Like, there was some movie recently, like that one movie that, about the, um, uh, the the event horizon or what it was called or whatever the uh, the thing where the not event horizon the thing where the basically the oil rig blew up and I think Mark Wahlberg was in it yeah or whatever it was like a based on a true story or yeah something. yeah see the eleven I think eleven people died or whatever yeah anyway there's a scene in the trailer at the end where he's covered in like oil and blood and he's like walking out and like you see that like it's obvious that he survived yeah yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Mark Wahlberg doesn't die in this movie because that's the last part of the movie. Oh, no, he's in a car. He's in a car. He's got blood going down his face. Oh. He's driving in a truck. And I'm like, well, unless that truck is on the oil rig, this is the end of the movie because I yeah. seriously doubt there's a scene where he gets his ass kicked yeah. before he goes on the rig and somebody throws oil on him. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's like it's like you don't have to be a genius to figure that part of it out. But I'm like, okay, like I I, I say like you know because I've watched a lot of movies, like I just kind of noticed like that. So I'm like, oh, like a lot of people would see that and go, oh, Mark Wahlberg in the truck. It's like, no, he's covered in oil and blood. Like <laughs> yeah. this is over. He's done. <laughs> like all the suspense of like, is he gonna make it out? Yeah, he'll make it out. Yeah. Like what was that that joke on the Family Guy when they were they were doing the uh, the Star Wars um, parodies. And they were like getting pulled in by the tractor beam, and they're like, "Hope we all make it out of here alive." He's like, "Well, uh, four out of five of the main actors in this movie are on the ship right now, so I'm pretty sure it'll be fine." <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's true. That is true. <laughs> um, I yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's funny how it just now it's like it, it, you have to see things with so many different eyes. Like you said, like that cartoon, yeah, with your kid. It's like. I, it's some trailers, man, that are on TV. I'm just like, like the Slenderman. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can't, 
I can't with my kid. I can't watch this part. Yeah, those horror then they those horror movies lately they ramped that up. Yeah, like they're pushing the you know. Even my wife, she's like, "Can you fast forward this?" Even the Walking not Dead, not because some. of the kids, right? Because she's... I am not. <laughs> I do not want to watch this. And you can't trust like cartoons like that, man. Like, like, like the thing you were yeah. saying. It's like that would have been the equivalent to like us when we were kids. Like, this is the episode of Voltron where they all get raped. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, like, wow. Yeah, this is <laughs> now back to Voltron. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you gotta like be consistent, I guess. And if that that show was never like that before, that's kind of a strange term. But I, yeah, like I said, weird. I mean that you guy, know, it was just a different creature. And like Guillermo del Toro, that's his name. Yeah, yeah he's Guillermo a, del Toro. But yeah, he's uh, the show's great. And even like for me, if you know, I was watching it, and I mean, even my ten year old, he got over it quickly. Right. But it was still, it was something different. And it was something that they hadn't seen before, and it was that thing. Like I'm gonna look it up and uh, figure out what what it's exactly called. But there's something called where it's the human form, but there's no sort of facial sort of. Uh, so you I'll can't. Google it. Yeah, you can't. They don't. They don't. There's not projecting any emotion. Right. So it's very like, what is this thing and why and it's doing stuff and it and it wasn't conveying any sort of speech or anything. It was very. Uh, very like uh, stoic and uh, I don't know they just it was creeped them out I can see that I mean it's it's like there's a big um, a big fear of like um, you ever heard of like the shadow people yeah yeah there's a that's a big it's, it's, it's a worldwide phenomenon and people all around the world have seen this one dude with a hat and it freaks people out and yeah. they just they just they can't uh, they the people just can't deal with it. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, talking about it. They, it's like why it's why uh, Jason, like Friday the Thirteenth, Jason. Yeah, was so much scarier. I mean, just in like promotional materials than Freddy, is because you couldn't see his face, you yeah. couldn't see his eyes, and it, there Michael was Michael Myers no, too. Yeah. That 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 white mask that Michael Myers had, like, well, when I was a kid, it freaked me the hell out. Like, I was like, okay, Halloween, no, I'm gonna skip that one. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's uh, it's uh, that's something that uh, yeah, the kids are uh, on uh, on high alert with that guy. And uh, is that something that like you would think that might come back later? Yeah, it came back. Uh, just tonight, we watched the next episode, and my four-year-old was like, "Is that sludge guy gonna be in it?" And I was like, "No, no, they they defeated him." But then, of course, he was in this one. It was weird. It was super cool, like being, you know, a fan of the show because it's a super cool show. And uh, they like uh, switched back and like they they traced the story back around uh, uh, anyway, and it kind of worked it back. So it was almost like. Almost like a Pulp Fiction style where they okay. told the story from another angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same characters were in it, just a different time frame and whatnot. It was super cool the way they pulled it all back together. But they had a little more comedy in with it uh, on this this show episode tonight that I watched. And uh, it was a little better for the four-year-old. He wasn't so freaked out about it. What I mean is do you think it'll come back later like in a bad dream or in a like you think you'll have to deal with this again yeah yeah I mean well with the four year old I feel like he because he was talking about it today like he was like 
hey, we're going to watch Troll Hunters tonight? And you know, me and my wife are like, yeah, we're going to watch it. And then he's, I hope that sludge guy doesn't come back again. And so it's, he was definitely like, I don't want to watch it if that sludge guy is going to be in it. You know? And I was like, okay, well. Y'all going to do your parents' duty and watch this shit beforehand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Can you screen that, Dad? Because that guy really freaked me out. Yeah. But yeah, so there's that, that, uh, you know, and that's, like I said, me and a wife used to go and screen the Marvel movies for the kids. And, uh, you know, she didn't, she didn't let, uh, she didn't let, uh, my oldest, the first one he got to see was, uh, the first Guardians. The, the one, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and, uh. Did, did he see any of the Star Wars movies? No. Well, yes, he's seen, you know, he's seen them. He didn't see three, episode three. Okay. Jedi, you mean? Or no, the third. No, the third. Oh, okay. okay uh, yeah, Revenge. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. No. No. Return Clone of the Wars. Sith. Return of the Sith. Clone Wars was two. Three was Return of the Sith, or uh, I don't know. It's the one where he comes Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Probably good he didn't see that one, because he kills a bunch Johnson. of kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the only... Saddest scene in all of Star Wars... Almost all of the movies for me. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. Um, Are you just going to that whole us, and then he just <laughs> kills them all. Good lord! Yeah, so that one. Interesting fact: it's also the only one that's rated PG thirteen. Because of that reason, yeah, and because he was a bloody stump screaming on the, yeah on the edge of lava. yeah, which is see, like uh, it was on, it was on before the last Star Wars. I think it was on TV. And uh, me and uh, my wife, we watched the end of it, and we're like, now I know why we haven't shown that to our oldest. Yeah. Because that's, there's a lot going on right there. I mean, it explains the character and all, but it's, you know, like every kid now, every kid knows that Luke is Darth Vader's kid. Like, that's his father, Dad. Don't you know that Darth Vader is Luke's dad? I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, that killed me inside. It killed me, like shattered my world and like <laughs> they don't have any of that there's none of that none of that anymore yeah yeah there's definitely like the now it's like you know uh i don't even know like what would be the equivalent of that in those movies now yeah nothing nothing well, who's now? raised parents you know no but they don't care they don't care Kids, they don't care they just want to see lightsabers <laughs> they just want to see the lightsabers and the blasters they don't care that george lucas led us down a path yeah, like of Gundams and <laughs> freaking Jar Jar Binks and stupid Amidalas. There's and like three minutes of Rogue One that my son, my oldest son, cares about, and it's the end where Darth Vader's chopping all those guys down. We haven't let him see it, but I know that's the only part he's gonna care about. <laughs> There's no idea, like how you know pivotal and all this back information and how it ties the whole universe together. No, he doesn't care about that. Nope, no, doesn't care at all. When does Darth Vader? Is he in this movie? Because I want to watch it. It's weird as they've never <laughs> talked about doing a Darth Vader spinoff movie. No. It's weird. It's, <laughs> I saw, I think it was on the internet, and the, so Darth Vader, call it Vader, and they're like, oh, or you can just watch <laughs> episodes one through six. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> What's that? I love that, that Patton Oswalt joke where he's like, you want to, so if you would go back in time, talk to George Lucas, like, hey, uh, you want to, 
you like Darth Vader? Like, yeah, he's my favorite character. You want to watch a movie where he's a little kid? And he said, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to make three of them. (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, I was like, I've watched... I've tried watching the, the prequels again. Yeah. I First of all, I can't handle Hayden Christensen. He's the worst actor. Oh, he's terrible. Worst actor he's since, terrible. since Mark he's Hamill. terrible. <laughs> but, Even Mark Hamill, like, uh. And then I, I remember watching the one, and then the scene where they go to the the lake world where she grew up, Oh. and he takes that pear <laughs> and cuts it in midair with his Jedi powers. Uh, I literally be like, all right, I'm out. I just turn the channel. I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. I don't like saying. I would, he's gritty gets every oh stop he's such a bad actor he's terrible he's a terrible what, actor what can I help you with my oh. lady <laughs> it's oh. like it's like a drunk guy trying to do a Keanu Reeves impression and it's so bad because he's he's acting next to uh, Ewan McGregor yeah who's such a good actor That's, I'm sure exactly how Alec Guinness felt doing those <laughs> scenes with, with Mark Hamill yeah like who the hell is this kid can we do some more scenes with Han with a Harrison Ford please can you imagine Alec Guinness though? He's probably like, so who's in this movie with me? Uh, a no-name kid, a 16-year-old girl, and the guy who was working carpentry last week. Oh, and a giant carpet that talks. Great! I can't wait for this. I can't wait for this to be the cap of Influence my giant career. Generations to come. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, dude, they can they can kill Han, they can kill Luke, they kill Chewbacca. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca should he's be like the, the only new, one. He's like the new dog, and uh, you know, everybody, all the movies don't kill the dog. Yeah, like uh, Turner and Hooch, they ruined that one. <laughs> What's the uh, the Will Smith movie? Oh, I'm a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Don't kill the dog. That was the saddest so scene sad. ever. So sad. He's choking his own dog to death. Yeah. Good lord. I mean, uh, I've wanted to do it to my dog a few times, but I don't. <laughs> Who hasn't wanted yeah. to punch their pets at one point? <laughs> You ever think about it, I would never hurt a pet, but how hilarious and unsatisfying it would be to punch a cat. <laughs> they wouldn't get they'd be like, yeah. My, well, yeah. <laughs> One of my cats, I would do it, he'd be like, bitch, <laughs> just come and, like, take me out. But, like, literally, like, cats, like, meow, and you say, like, hey, punch you in the face. <laughs> like, it, w- it would be so unsatisfying and so strange. Yeah. It'd be one of the most out-of-context punches of all time. It'd be like punching a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a juice? Oh! <laughs> Sorry. My bad. No. <laughs> no. We don't punch our kids. Or cats. <laughs> or cats. But our kids do try to punch our Punch kids. inanimate objects. Yeah. <laughs> don't have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this wall doesn't have any feelings. <laughs> they dared me tonight at the gym to run through a window, and I was like, I'll do it. And they're like, oh, you know what? And Jeremy, who knows? He's like, no, 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 no. No, because no, I've run through walls before. I'll do it. I don't care. Headbutt. Whatever. Walls. Yeah. <laughs> That's my uh, excuse for not remembering actors' names. <laughs> I got the same excuse. Yeah, you do. I played enough football to... Isn't it kind of nice, though, when people are like, how come you don't remember? Before, I used to have to be like, well, I, I used to fight, I used to play football, and I, got, and I just go CTE. <laughs> there is an actual term, Yep. and you know what it is. They put a name on it. <laughs> Boom. Boom. No longer have to say I used to hit my head against stuff to get hyped up for football games. Yeah. I can just say CTE, and it's a catch-all. <laughs> oh, what did you do? Just stuff. Just I did stuff. Random things. I was young and stupid, okay? Shut up. Getting ready. Yeah, I was getting hyped up. <laughs> Everyone needs to see their own blood before they play football, right? <laughs> no. No. Not a thing. It's not a thing, man. <laughs> oh, well. 
Who cares? Oh, man. All right. Well, I think uh, this is a good stopping point for our first one. Yeah. Um. So we're going to try to, if you, um, we need to get a theme song. Theme song. Theme song. Definitely so a theme song. If you want to uh, do a theme song for us, anyone out there, go ahead and uh, go ahead and let us know. I'm going to set up a, a Instagram account, so you can let us know on the Instagram account, or uh, we'll set up an email soon, I'm sure. Um, you know, uh, follow us on iTunes. Tell your friends. What we're probably going to do is do a lot more stuff on pop culture, you know, and just, I don't know, just talk. It's, it's fun. It is fun. So um, this is episode one of however many we do. And um, all right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye.